Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. Good morning, friends. Today, I am joined by Ruthie Tippin once again for kind of a part two to our conversation yesterday. We're going to talk about Elijah. So just as a refresher, this is James chapter five, verses 13 through 18. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. So the end of this, well, I guess it's the end of one paragraph, and the beginning of of the next, James says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective, which I think that we just affirm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he starts to talk about Elijah. He says, Elijah was a human being just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. What do you think about the Elijah story, and how does his use of Elijah as uh, an example give credence to what he's just said about prayer being effective? I think it's wild. I just think it's like, whoa, what? You know, that, that, um, that God could use someone in that way, that God must have had an incredible purpose, and that Elijah must have been that close to God that God could use him in that way. Mm-hmm. To be that, um, that to kind be the of instrument. Start of a, the start of a famine and the end of the famine. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh my goodness. To uh, I wonder how Elijah felt. Oh, I, I think know? he felt yucky, actually. I yeah. think it's miserable to have prayed for something that proves God is listening. Yes. But then causes a lot of suffering for a Absolutely. lot of people. That's super hard. And he Elijah didn't know when it would end. No. And I don't think, actually, that Elijah had a lot of faith in his second prayer. He did enough to be watching and didn't he have a servant that he kept saying go look yeah go see if there's any clouds yet right like go check maybe it'll be over now (laughs) i'm afraid that it will be over but it's not yet can you yeah he needed someone else to be watching with him Mm -hmm. in order to keep the faith of i know that god hears me and i know that god is answering yes don't we all yes don't we all we we are human and Sometimes the things we pray for are so outlandish. Yeah. It's like, wow, 
you know, I know this is crazy, God, but I really want this to happen. I really want this to happen, whether it's the, the healing of the nations or the healing of our child mm -hmm. or, you know, just the, you know, we, we have an owie, you know, <laughs> you know, right. from, from this, the sublime to the ridiculous, as they say. Yes. And we just wonder, you know, where is God in all of this? And then God answers us and we're like, whoa, I, I, I'm not sure. Did I really pray for that? <laughs> but God answers us. Yeah. And it's like, oh my goodness. And so then we do need that, um, that spiritual friend to walk with us and come alongside and um, be that that sense of reality, that one who goes and checks, mm -hmm. that one that one who goes ahead of us or be beside us, mm -hmm. that companions with us that says, "It's all right, Ruthie. It's okay. It's all right. I will walk this with you. I will walk this way with you." And to say that felt outlandish, but look, he really did it. Yes, and you're not crazy. That's you right. did pray, and God did answer. Yes. This wasn't a fluke. It wasn't just a coincidence. No, remember we prayed. That's <laughs> we right. We prayed for this. That's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I can't I have never been a missionary in a foreign land, mm -hmm. but in those cases I can imagine it. And even those of us who never leave home, we don't realize and I will say this again and again, we do not realize how many people we matter to. Yes. How many people we minister to. And the simplest things we do have, a, have an effect. Mm -hmm. I know that in my own life, not from ministering, but from being ministered to. Yes. The simple things that people have done, whether it's a smile or an acknowledgement, a, um, a welcoming sense to me, sometimes when I've been so discouraged or uh, downhearted, just um, the simplest thing can can make a huge difference so those kinds of things are tender and it's like i said it's when when people are paying attention and they don't even realize it they're being used by god yes i agree it's, it's wonderful and you're paying attention that's a part of listening right so being present with each other and keeping our ears open sometimes to god and sometimes to others and Yes. Yeah, it always matters. Yes, it always matters. Yes, it does. Do you have any other thoughts about this passage or anything else on your heart? Hmm. Not so much about this passage. Okay. Just about how tender and um, good God is, even when God is disciplining us. Mm -hmm. God is close, God is near. Oh, God is so near. And that nearness is good and loving mm -hmm. and kind. Mm -hmm. That's what I see on your face and <laughs> what you all can't see <laughs> is her, her smile and relaxed nature and just mm. sense of that, that as God being near, um, that it feels tender and sweet and, mm -hmm. and that that's a dear, blessed thing. Mm -hmm. I'm remembering when I was... Um, actively pastoring and I went to see um, one of the dear men in our church who hadn't had not attended it was his wife who would attend and I went to see him and he was dying and he knew it and I asked him about his faith and and he said you know Ruthie I remember this story I remember this part of the Bible it was something about a shepherd mm. 
And he and uh, he said it was a, a a nice little verse about a shepherd. And I said, was did it did it go something like this? The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He's like, yeah, that that was it. And so then I was able to share the twenty third Psalm with him, mm-hmm. and knowing that it was probably something that he had learned as a child, mm-hmm. and. It's amazing how those tender things that we recall from our childhood, even though we've no longer been a part of a church family or um, a part of a fellowship for decades, those tender things are are things that um, stay with us, Mm -hmm. that are seated in our hearts and that remain. Mm -hmm. And it it was just a blessing for me to to see that spark come. And there's that that beautiful place where Jesus connected with him and was always with him. Mm -hmm. And remained the light. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And I think that's the way it is with this passage that James is talking about, that the Lord is always there regardless of anger or sin or disease or hurt or joy that Jesus is always there Mm -hmm. always in in the depths of our need in the depths of our joy Mm -hmm. that there's always that of God there yeah yeah lovely and because of that we have the right to pray absolutely well thanks so much for this conversation we hope that you guys enjoyed it as well and I will see you tomorrow